A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science, with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Welcome back to the Get Lit with Becky podcast, the podcast dedicated to your development and helping you light all the way up. My name is Becky and I am business mentor, empowerment coach and founder of Get Lit Inc, the home to your business, career and personal development. And I am on a mission to help as many of you as I can shine brighter and access your fullest potential. It is time to shush that inner critic of yours, break through your limiting beliefs and self-defeating behaviours, build up your self-worth, get out of your own way and fearlessly step into your power so that you can build a life that you love and a mindset that will take you places. This podcast is for the dreamer, the believer, the go-getter and the inspired. Let's get lit. In this episode, Kundalini expert and breakthrough coach, Jane Ellis. Jane is the founder of High Times Yoga and Wellness, whose mission is to reconnect women with their true power to create the life that they want using ancient techniques such as Kundalini yoga, breathwork, meditation, and sound. In the last five years, Jane has had Thousands of people attend her workshops and retreats and has helped hundreds of women on a one-to-one basis to reclaim their power and create the life that they want. Jane has also worked with a variety of corporate companies such as Chanel, Hearst and Soho House to bring wellness into the workspace. And most recently, Jane hosted a virtual retreat to launch Alicia Keys' Soul Care Holistic Beauty Range. In this episode, Jane shares her wisdom and the great secrets of Kundalini Yoga, how it can transform your life and help you really truly reconnect with your true power to create your dream life and access your limitless self. Jane shares also how she transitioned from her high-flying corporate role of associate publisher of Elle magazine to follow her purpose and passion as a Kundalini teacher and breakthrough coach. I truly hope you enjoy this episode. So hi, Jane. Welcome to the Get Lit podcast. Hi, Becky. Thank you for inviting me to be part of your amazing podcast. I'm so excited to be here. Thank you very much for joining. I am so excited to have this conversation with you for many reasons. And actually, do you know what? I was thinking about it when I was planning the session today. And the thing that makes me so excited and the thing that I think I really sit down and kind of like makes me realize how wonderful this world is, is obviously 
Jane and I actually, well, we both worked at Hearst. I wouldn't say we worked together, but you were literally my muse. Like I used to say to all the girls when you walked past me, I was like, I want her job. So we'll, we'll talk about this in a little bit more depth. But Jane was like the publisher of Elle magazine. It was like my dream job at the time. And I was like, I'm going to get there. I'm going to have her job one day. I'm going to work for her. I want to be here. And all the girls used to laugh at me because I was so obsessed with you. And it's so amazing now that we're like... <laughs> completely both doing different things like following like a, a, a calling and a purpose that we never thought was imaginable and like to think that that job that you had was like my dream job at the time whereas now things have changed so much it's just so exciting to have you here um firstly before I do anything one thing I always ask ask my guests which kind of like throws you off a little bit but more just to get your take on it if, if I was to say to you what do you define as getting lit what does it mean to you what would your answer be? My answer to that would be accessing the the light within and yeah. becoming radiant, you know, shining from the core of your very being outward and using yeah. that light to magnetize all you need to you. Yeah. So you're lit up from the inside out and you use your radiance to work for you. I absolutely love that. That is so perfect. I love hearing everyone else's examples of it and then they all tend to say the same thing in their own way which is amazing um so I guess firstly let's start with what kundalini yoga actually is because I'm sure there's some listeners here who haven't heard of it or maybe have heard of it but have absolutely no idea how it differs um so I'd love to hear firstly what it kind of is and how you would describe it yeah so kundalini yoga is a very ancient practice it actually dates back as as far as the 8th century it's very powerful uh, in fact it was deemed so powerful that in india it was actually kept secret for many many years because it was wow. seen as too powerful for ordinary people to practice and only high nobility had a access to the practice royalty had access to the to practice and it is a Raj or a royal yoga. And even beginner students can have a highly transformational experience. Uh, so it's, it's, it's pretty, um, pretty powerful. Yeah. Um, it's, yeah. In, in a sense, it works with our own energy. We call that the Kundalini energy. Uh, and this is a very powerful energy which has the power to create, to illuminate, um, to create expansion of our vision, of our lives. But for many of us, that power just remains asleep. We don't tap into our kundalini. And so the practice of kundalini is about really awakening that energy so that we can start to experience our potential for greatness. Because I can say to you, Becky, I can say, oh, you're very powerful and you have the power to create and you're divine. And intellectually, you may get that. But when you practice Kundalini, you get to experience that part of yourself that really is uh, beyond uh, the limitations that we put on ourselves. I love yoga and I have done for a while, but I remember doing some of your Kundalini yoga classes. And I, I think you were the first person's class I went to. And then I, when I went to LA, I went to a couple of sessions out there and I had some really wild experiences, but it was absolutely wild straight after the things that were happening in my life. Yeah. The, the, the things I felt like, I felt like that was the start of me really accessing my power, accessing my fullest potential and really understanding what was within what is it about the kundalini practice that activates that part of us or that's like slightly different to perhaps what normal yoga i guess would bring out with kundalini when you activate that energy which is 
often just asleep at the base of the spine, you clear all the blocks that you're holding, whether they're consciously being held, unconsciously mm-hmm. being held, whether they are physical, mental, emotional. So you clear away all this stuff that keeps you much yeah. smaller than you are in truth. You know, you are in truth. I always say it's a bit like a diamond. We're born with this amazing light within us. And as we go through our mm-hmm. lives, that that diamond gets covered with layers of dust and dirt. And so the practice yeah. of Kundalini starts to clear that stuff and you start to really feel your ability to shine in the world uh, and your unique yeah. shine. You know, every diamond is unique. There's no two the same. Uh, and that's like us. So, you know, it works physically to, to balance the nervous system so you can actually sit and meditate and access your higher consciousness. It works on the glandular system so you're balanced, you know, physically, emotionally as well, because obviously the glands impact, you know, our energy levels and our emotions and our moods. But it also helps to clear the subconscious mind. And there's lots of talk about the subconscious mind these days. But essentially, when we don't take time to clear out those patterns and those unconscious habits that get stored in the subconscious, it's very hard for us to really meet the present in the present and connect with our our present self because we're really connected to the past and everything's happening automatically with the subconscious, you know. And is that where, because like, I just want to caveat to anyone who hasn't done Kundalini yoga before. I know, like for me anyway, yoga isn't always about the movement and every kind of yoga teacher I work with or or whatever, you know, they, you know, they say it's really a lifestyle. It's not just about the movement, but Kundalini more so, you know, I've I've been to some Kundalini classes where we haven't actually really moved that much at all. I remember I was doing one once and I was holding fruit and I was like sharing fruit with someone and, (laughs) It's quite a different experience, isn't it? Yeah, it's pretty wild. Yeah, it's very different. (laughs) I mean, the thing with Kundalini yoga is when you turn up to a session, you never know what you're going to get. You could get a very physical and dynamic practice. You could get a very meditative practice. You could get a a practice where you dance and shake for 20 minutes. It could involve Mm -hmm. a bit of fruit, you know, the pea fruit. It's for the metabolism. Uh, So, yeah, it's, it's pretty unpredictable. But part of that is very good for us. Because again, we get into these habits, we get into these routines. Oh, I go to my such and such a class on a Tuesday night. I stand in the same place. I know what's coming. I'm getting really good at this. You know, the ego likes to keep everything the same and likes to think, oh, I'm doing really well here. So it's very good for us to be taken out of our comfort zone and to meet with the unexpected and to work on different aspects of ourselves. You know, to sit for a long time with an intense breath practice when maybe you're expecting a physical practice is a test. So it's constantly testing us and provoking us and clearing a part of ourselves that we might not know maybe needs clearing as well. What sort of things are those things that it can help you clear and overcome and release and let Mm. go of? Because I've definitely done some of your classes and some classes where I've actually found it incredibly difficult in certain positions, you know, like the emotions come up, anger comes up. I've been like, I want to get out of this position so much. And I've resisted, I've resisted it. I found it really, really difficult. Is that part of because we're shedding certain things and then we're like releasing old parts? Yeah, a hundred percent. So, you know, I guess in the West, we very much believe that 
if something is pleasurable, it's good for us. And if something is uncomfortable, we should avoid it. But actually, yeah, but if you think about like, I don't know, a very pleasurable night out, it might not necessarily be good for you in the long run, right? Yeah. Uh, So we generally try to avoid things that are unpleasant and uncomfortable. But actually in Kundalini, when you're going through that, that, that posture or that meditation, whatever it might be, where you're meeting resistance within yourself, Generally, it means that you are coming under pressure to transform and to grow. And you know this, Becky, as an amazing coach, the times we grow the most is often when we're under pressure, right? And it's the same for every aspect of our being. We're getting out of our comfort zone. Right. And we grow when we really are under pressure. And these postures, the Mm -hmm. angles of the postures, the, uh, the mudras, so the hand movements that we put in, they work on different parts of our being. They work into the brain to rebalance the brain. And there's parts of the brain where the protective mind will come in very strong and it will say, I'm trying to protect you. You don't need to change. You're right as you are. You stay as yeah. you are. Don't change because if you change, someone might laugh at you or you might be rejected by society. Oh, bloody voice. Right. So these Put these postures, these uh, meditations, they put pressure yeah. under aspects of yourself to shift energy and to start to transform. And that's why you start to really see your life shift on a whole nother level because you're shedding. I definitely think there's something, yeah. And I think there's something to be said about this kind of work because I think we're moving into a space where obviously a lot more people are becoming aware of how important it is to shed, to release old wounds, to to really do the work on themselves. But I think there is also this element of thinking, well, the work's going to be done if you read a book, listen to a podcast and perhaps say some affirmations. And what I have really learned even more so very recently is that no matter how much of that work I've done, and I'm someone who has done, you know, Kundalini, I've worked with meditation teachers, breath work teachers. And I would say actually the last year, I've probably neglected doing deeper transformative work. And I've kind of just sat on the surface with my affirmations and my meditations. And, um, you know, I witness there's still so much deep rooted stuff I'm holding on to, no matter how much work I've done on it, I'm still attracting certain things into my lives and patterns into my lives because it's so subconscious, it's so deep rooted within me. And I think there's something to be said about this kind of work where it's actually truly deeply transformative you are playing with your you know you're shifting your energy you're actually removing the blocks within your body um have what have you kind of seen transformation wise with some of your clients that you've worked with in terms of what they've been able to shed and what they've been able to achieve yeah I mean like you said it's really a powerful practice and what I love about kundalini it's almost like therapy without the therapy so it's just working it's like functional medicine it finds what needs to go and just you don't have to think about it or analyze it um yeah certainly from a client perspective I mean I I only work with a handful of uh clients on a one-to-one basis purely because of time but um yeah I mean the way I work with them is I really drill down into the root of the problem so you know often the presenting problem is not the problem uh and you know i have women coming to me and they they want to find love or they want to make that career change and so what i do is i drill down and i find out really what's going on here why are you stopping yourself from receiving love why are you stopping yourself from believing that you can change because we all have the, the right to change and reinvent our lives right 
So, and then I used the, the practice. So to give you an example, I had a lady, she, uh, she wanted to find a healthy relationship. She came to me, she wanted to work on you know, the heart, the heart chakra is very popular. Um, yeah. But actually when we drilled yeah. down into her life, uh, she was holding on to um, a lot of grief when she was 17, her father suddenly died and um so she was grieving the loss oh. of her father at the same around the time she was grieving her her first love actually left her you know and you know how painful our first love is leaving us that That's really awful. kind of yeah. has a wound so there's wound after wound after wound but yeah. i think the trauma really came to <laughs> yeah. her when she um she came from a, a background, um, her family, especially her mum, was really of the opinion that, you know, emotions should not be uh, displayed. And in fact, there was something uh, that yeah. was a weakness wow. and that should be uh, kept away. And so she made this story up that she was to blame uh, for showing her emotions. And that is why her first love left her. And then ever since then, she, you know, she dated guys that she felt safe and in control with. She didn't want to be vulnerable. She didn't, because she was holding on to all of this unresolved emotion. She felt deeply ashamed of that. And, you know, this woman was successful. She was beautiful. You know, she, she, but she had this, she was carrying shame around her own emotions. So, what yeah. we did is we did some work. We did a set that works on the spleen to release the loss and the grief. Um, we worked into her liver, which is a Kundalini set for the liver to release anger and resentment. And we worked on the second chakra so she could process emotions. This is the home of our, uh, you know, our emotions and our ability to go with the flow of our emotions and to release them healthily. So uh, that was fantastic. And then we started to work on our heart chakra. So we kind of released and we re re rebuilt her, if you will. And we opened we her up so that it, she yeah, felt, right. yeah. So she felt really open to receptivity and open to not just receiving love, but also giving love and, you know, giving out that, that unconditional. And when we judge ourselves and when we're holding guilt, sometimes it's hard for us to, to really love others truly. Um, so, so yeah, so that we kind of cleared her trauma and rebuilt her. I think it's amazing because I think not enough is always said about those low vibe feelings of anger, shame, guilt, and fear. You know, I was holding on to so much of that for a long time and grief, grief. And it was grief for, a, for a loss that I didn't even really, um, ever have by losing my dad before I was even born. It was like a grief that was like taken on by all of my family mm -hmm. as well. And, it, and I remember doing a lot of work around, you know, shedding those trapped emotions when I was doing a lot of energy healing work with a, with a coach. And when I shed some of that stuff, not only did like my perspective on stuff change, but I like lost weight, my skin cleared up. Like I was physically holding all of that energy in my body it was like I was constantly getting injured I was having hip pain lower back pain and as I started to release some of those blocks like my actual body transformed how I felt my like IBS kind of went my I stopped bloating all the time do you see a lot of that with kundalini yes yeah a hundred percent I mean the mind body connection is huge mm -hmm. ancestral karma is huge epigenetics is proving that we carry the behaviors and the attitudes of our ancestors so while your mother was grieving the loss of your father you yeah. would have been picking that up in the womb and your genes would have been adapting in a certain way so absolutely yes the mind body connection our bodies are always reflecting uh, how we feel 
a hundred percent. If I think worrisome thoughts all of the time, I can't think a worrisome thought without my shoulders getting tense or my jaw getting Mm. clenched. It will replicate itself in the body. And then I go and work on the therapy side and I try and sort out the mind. But if my mind, if my body has repeated these habits, it's always sending signals to the brain saying, you're not safe right now. You can't relax. So yeah. I can do all that work with the mind, but I have to do it in the body as well, which is why forms of yoga are so beneficial for releasing trauma. A hundred percent. Yeah. I think so many people think that like just working out and eating well is enough to have a healthy body and feel good in yourself. And there's so many other layers to it. So you mentioned earlier about, um, you know, accessing and expanding your higher consciousness and finding your power. How would you describe that? Because I think talking about consciousness uh, expansion, coming into alignment is very buzzwordy at the moment. I think people are starting to kind of get an idea of it, but I don't think they actually fully understand what it means. So how would you describe that? And how can Kundalini take us to those higher states of consciousness? Mm. That's such a great question. And you're so right, because it's a personal experience for us all, you know, to journey to the higher states. Um, I guess one way to look at it is what it's like when you don't access your higher consciousness. So the way I describe it is like when you're not uh, able to access those states or carve out time to connect with your higher self, which is essentially what it is, it's as if you're walking through life and you have blinkers on you. Okay. And if you were to like live your life walking down the road, driving, and you just had this limited vision of your life, life would feel at best confusing. Sometimes, especially if you're trying to cross the road, it would feel a little scary. And so when we get into these states of higher consciousness, it's as if we remove the blinkers of our lives and we get to really uh, understand and see the wider vision of ourselves. We get to see the wider vision of our place in our lives, the wider vision of our our friends and our families and our work. And we just get the whole picture uh, and we get to see things much more clearly. And then we get to access this higher intelligence. And this is an intelligence way beyond the logical mind, way beyond the the limits, if you will, of the mental realm. And this is our intuition. This is the voice of our soul. And the thing that people need to remember with the intuition is that it has no agenda other than your highest good. So unlike the voice of your mother, who as much as she loves you, might want to keep you safe, may have her own anxieties, the voice of your partner, the voice of social media, when you start to access those higher states and you tune into that higher and greater intelligence, you start to know. And you just know what's right for you. You don't have to have a thousand conversations, Google research. You're like, I just know this. And that knowing gives you a great deal of resilience, a great deal of, of inner power. Just, when I resigned at L, it was my intuition that carried me through because there were plenty yeah. of people so, that were like, really, you're going to do this? You know, so we need to tune into this voice of our soul to know what's right for us, really. Yeah. So do you think it's something that we are meant to access at certain times or do you think it's living a life always in your higher consciousness because I know there's a lot of conversation around like 
toxic positivity. And this is obviously a different conversation anyway, because being happy all the time is very different to being conscious. But do you think that, because I certainly feel the pressure sometimes as a coach, that if I'm not in my highest consciousness and, you know, if I haven't got all my ducks in a row and I'm not feeling vibing into my intuition that I've like failed at life. But I think those moments where I'm out of consciousness also really remind me of how important it is to come back to it. They always remind me of the the growth that's there and that's where I always get my most valuable lessons do you think that's important to know that it's okay to not always be in that expanded state of higher consciousness 100 percent, yeah 100 percent. I mean we are here to have a human experience as well let's not forget yeah. this and the beauty of, of kundalini is it's the practice we call it the practice of the householder that means you're supposed to have a life this practice yeah. is supposed to support you as you go to work as you have relationships as you journey through life and there are times to sit in stillness there are times to move forward and take action there are times when we are not in a place where we are we feel that connection to our higher states and I think the key with everything whether it's emotions whether it's where we are in life is practicing I mean we talk about practicing compassion but really let's not judge ourselves this is so important because judgment will lead you nowhere really really quickly okay so you know, I absolutely agree with you. There are times when we are closer, there are times when we are further away and we need to be okay with that and understanding that we are always connected and we are always supported. Whether we can feel that is a different thing and how we feel when we cannot feel that is our journey. For some people, it has to be, it has to be a daily practice. I have to feel that connection. For others, it's like, you know, I just like to dip in, I like to dip out. It's our journey and what supports us on our journey. It's like, it's like we move into a space of more openness and spirituality and consciousness, yet we still manage to find a way to put pressure on ourselves to get things wrong (laughs) and judge ourselves. Like those traits still come along. And I think that's something um, I've certainly learned is that actually it's in those moments where I just want to be a human for a bit and feel things on a human level that I grow the most. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 40% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. 
For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. If you like this podcast, then why not check out one of our other amazing Create podcasts? If you just want a good laugh, then check out The Weekly Roast. Listen, listen, bitch. Oh, listen, make, make, bitch. make an entrance. I'm a week off sugar. Uh, the <laughs> I, will, I will fly <laughs> to the UK and I will cut you both. <laughs> for the more cultured ones among you, join Laura Wright for music in my life. <laughs> yeah. yeah, let's go. <laughs> I'm so let's glad go. no one can see me right now because I'm doing, I was doing some weird dance moves. Yeah, then, yeah. <laughs> Prefer a deep chat? Connie's got you covered on How Are You? The Wellbeing Podcast. I just became a lot more productive and happier. Mm. And for me, like, that's just worth it. The Weekly Roast, Music in My Life, and How Are You? Just three more podcasts to feast your ears on. Find them wherever you found this podcast. I want to talk about, because we've kind of mentioned it slightly, and I know that this this audience listening to this podcast is going to be so interested to know how Kundalini came into your life and how you have made such a huge like jump and a leap and a contrast from being, you know, the publisher of one of the the most renowned fashion magazines in the world. You know, like we all love Elle and we all know Elle. And like, you know, I think this is why it's so exciting for me as well to see your journey is because that job you had was was the job I always wanted. Like everything I was working towards was one day I might be publisher of Elle. So how was how has Kundalini come into your life and how much of a contrast is your life now to the life that you led then? I mean, would you say you were in like, yeah. you know how you describe being in like blinkers and like just going on overdrive? Do you think you've always lived like that or talk us through your journey? Yeah, I mean, I, I, I guess I've always been spiritual in my heart, yeah. um, you know, I read loads of books about life after death. My mum was very spiritual. That was always with me. But certainly yeah. when I was at L, like, like you said, I was, you know, I was leading a very busy, uh, you know, stressful life, you know. And I was like, I guess so many of the, the women that I work with now, outwardly, you know, my life looked good. You know, I had a good job. I was in a long-term relationship. Yeah. I, you know, went on holidays. I had friends, you know. But the truth was inside was quite different, you know. And in truth, you know, whilst that was an amazing job, there were a lot of a lot of me that felt that I was being called to turn up in that role uh, as perhaps not my most authentic and higher self. Uh, I had a very critical yeah. boss at one stage. Um, and, you know, I was, I felt under pressure to be a certain way to survive that role. My long-term relationship at the time was far from healthy. He was very controlling. Uh, and actually the truth was I didn't want to be in that relationship, but I never thought I'd have the, the, the strength to leave. And it was at that time that a very kind editor at Elle said, look, why don't you go on a yoga retreat and write a feature for the magazine? Mm. And this is when the hand of fate steps in. Amazing. You know, this is what I'm saying. We're always supported. Yeah. When you don't have the strength and the wisdom and your blinkers are like, I'll just keep going fate will step in, the divine will step in and and bring you uh, a branch to hold on to. And so off I went yeah. on this yoga retreat, having done very little yoga, that was about, gosh, about 11 years ago now. Um, and 
you know, I still remember leaving very rainy London and stepping off in this zen-like paradise in the sun in southern Spain. And it was otherworldly, very heavenly. And then we started to practice Kundalini. And like you've said, this is a, a very different type of practice. Yeah, we did some asanas, you know, like you know, your usual asanas, like shoulder stands and locust pose, but we, we danced, we shook out our emotions, we beat the floor with our anger. Every morning we, we chanted these divine, beautiful, uh, transformational mantras. And I remember like reaching states of immense bliss. And I knew I never wanted yeah. to stop feeling like this. And I actually asked, can I stay on? I'll pay if I can stay on for another week. Oh, wow. Yeah. yeah. And they were like, oh, no, you can't. We've got the journalist from Tatler coming out. You have to go home. And I <laughs> came back to the UK and I, I felt like I had this bubble of light around me. And I didn't want anyone to, to burst my bubble. I didn't want to to release any of the experience or the feelings. And I, I, I actually didn't speak to many people. And I remember my mom and my best friend at the time getting a bit put out because I didn't ring them and share every detail, you know. Um, yeah. But I, I just wanted to hold wow. on to this feeling. And then after that, I just started to practice, you know, as often as I could. And my life started to shift on a whole different level. As you rightly said, Becky, you know, you've had that experience where things have just shifted, you know, my stressful, yeah. emotionally draining, toxic things and people just started to leave my life. And I started to notice I could just handle my life just so much with so much more ease. You know, I was less emotional. Yeah. I was less reactive. And it was almost as if before Kundalini, I felt like life was constantly happening to me. And I was in this state of reacting yeah. every, you know, wherever it came in and came at me. Um, and with Kundalini, I, I noticed I started to have the power to choose, to choose how I responded, to choose how I reacted, and to choose how I directed my energy, you know, direct my energy yes. to create the life that I wanted. I was started to feel yeah. empowered and in charge, and it was just wonderful. So that's kind so of the experience yeah I mean it's so amazing how fate stepped in for you and I think that a lot of people don't have that trust that there was probably niggles that you were kind of listening to intuitively like that was very much the same journey sort of for me when I was working in that job and I kept not listening not listening to the fact that like yes this is all you've ever wanted to do but is it really like is it really lighting up your soul is it really what you want to do do you not feel like there's something out there and all of this out there stuff just felt so oh god I couldn't possibly do that what's everyone going to say you know leaving to become a personal trainer this like trajectory that I have to go and do wellness and because obviously that's how I started in this industry was more wellness and like health coaching and PTing and stuff and how long was it after you got back from that retreat before you actually transitioned completely into the into you know oh, running it was a few now? years yeah. yeah I think for me I, I had gone through this uh, transition my life was flowing in a whole new way and I started to look around and I noticed there were so many women because obviously we worked with lots of women yeah. who were living their life just as I had done once they were locked yeah. into patterns of giving yeah. away their power of pouring more and more energy more and more of themselves into jobs into 
you know, relationships, friendships that weren't making them happy in the hope that they would get something in return that would make them feel valued, that would make them feel worthy, that would make them feel safe and secure. And that's when I thought, you know, I really want to start to share this, this teachings because you just see everyone around you, you're like, you could really benefit. I could help you. So yeah. off I went to do teacher training, and that was probably about five years after I'd been practicing, really, I'd been on retreats, many retreats by that stage, went off to teach training yeah. and came back, had the urge to start, you know, teaching. And it was just a passion project at first. I never considered giving up my day yeah. job. It was something I just did with yeah. love, you know, um, but it wasn't until, um, I mean, the, you know, the first six months of, of, of teaching, I didn't even know if I'd get one student in, in the door. I mean, you yeah. came to my studio. And you were that fully was- booked. I remember every Wednesday you were fully booked. I could barely ever get bookings. Like you had it in Neil's yard, didn't you? And it was just like, and I think there's so much to be said there. And this is for all my like coaches out there that are listening, because one thing I do say to a lot of the clients I work with, like in my business mentoring is the same for me. It was a passion project. There was no, when I started personal training and coaching people, there was no desire to leave my full-time job whatsoever at all and I think there's an energy around you doing something just for the purpose just for the passion and I think when we you know start our own businesses we can get super caught up in well am I the best in my business how much am I earning am I going to survive and we forget that that playfulness we almost had at the very beginning where it was just for fun and for joy do you think that was you just following your heart and just trusting that all would work out like as and when and how at what point did you know I need to do this full time and I'm done, like I'm done working? Yeah, I remember crying actually with happiness when I finally made this decision, and it wasn't an easy decision. Really? You know, I had invested 25 years in a career I had built up. You know, to that stage, there was a point where you know decision yeah. had to be made. High Times was growing at such a rate. And I was only giving yeah. it really a tenth of my time. Um, and it wasn't until I think my partner said to me, look, you know, do you know that you've had a thousand different people to your high time sessions? That I was like, you know, this is really wow. growing. People are clearly being helped here. Um, and yeah. that dawning of, oh, I'm going to have to make a decision. It wasn't easy, Becky. You know, you know, do I walk away from this career? Do I walk away from the financial security? But I knew I couldn't walk away from helping people. I couldn't walk away from having those conversations after sessions where people would come up and they'd share their experience, you know, and and their their eyes would be clear and they would be very centered. And so I couldn't walk away from that. But actually it was, I think the coaching because I went on a coaching course to become a coach and we do lots of work on yeah. ourselves. And you know this, the coaching made me realize that I was holding a lot of limiting beliefs within me um, and to start to so really work with those limited. Yeah, because when we know what's holding us back, knowledge is power. It no longer holds us back. And they were around yeah. money and around, you know, being well paid for doing what you love. You know, once you can move yeah. through that, right you know I had been conditioned to believe yeah. that work was hard supposed that. to yeah. be hard you're supposed to strive yeah. and you couldn't possibly pay be paid a good wage unless you were you know really you know blood sweat and tears into the role and there's lots of stress and it was very difficult yeah. you know very hard so that really helped me that was very freeing so anyone out there that's struggling with the decision I would definitely say you know 
good coach, 100% invaluable, connect with a, a, a practice that can access those higher states, but also work through the stuff that's coming up, you know, talk about it, understand it. I actually think I was doing your classes because I was still at Hearst when I was doing your classes, obviously, because that's how I knew about it. I actually think, looking back now, I was coming to your class right at the stage of when I was making my decision to leave too. I remember doing a really powerful practice with you once. And I remember the next morning feeling absolutely limitless. And I was like, I'm done because listening to your, your like beliefs, your journey, your story is very aligned for me. It kind of gives me like goosebumps in the sense that I feel like I went through the exact same thing. And obviously I hadn't had the 25 years behind me. Like, so it must've been so much more difficult for you, but I had always been taught to work really hard that was the only way to earn money and that there was no way I would ever earn the money it was the same beliefs for me like would I ever earn money doing what I loved as a personal trainer and moving into the coaching world and I I'm pretty sure that it was right because I remember I cried for about six months knowing I needed to make the decision not being able to make the decision being scared Mm. to tell everyone and fate moved in for me too because they restructured our department made my boss redundant who was like my angel he was always like a like guardian angel for me always pushing me to do what I loved and giving me the space and the time to do what I loved and when they they kicked they you know they he retired and they made him redundant and I was take meant to take on his role and I remember having like a breakdown for six months and then one morning the morning I woke up to make the decision, I was in such a good mood. It felt like a release. I was so happy. And I walked downstairs and there was a, one of the marketing directors was my mentor at the time. Like she was kind of mentoring me on the side and she was just like, you're ready to make the decision, aren't you? And it was so freeing. And I, I actually have to say, I think during that time was exactly when I was doing your Kundalini. I remember waking up one morning feeling like I've, I've got this. And I felt like my, I can't explain it, but I felt like, I think we'd done something for the crown. And I remember feeling like my head was open and my light Mm. was just beaming out. And I remember it was like two days before I was like, Mm. I'm done. I need to get out of this place. So hearing your story, and I think there will be so many women that listen to this that are thinking of changing their career. How much did you like tune into your Kundalini practice as you were making that decision and straight up, like, you know, moving out of that role? Yeah, a hundred percent. I mean, the, the daily connection uh, to access your inner power, however you do it, whether it's through Kundalini or whatever, really understanding Mm -hmm. that everything in your life, this is my, if anyone takes anything away from our podcast today, everything in your life is a direct result of your unconscious energetic projection. I love that. You are always projecting your energy. You are always creating with your energy. So take some time, get yourself in order, start your day. Where do I want to direct my energy today? You know, what do I want to create with my energy? Um, And how do I want to feel? You know, getting into that space was absolutely key for me. Uh, And I I actually remember doing a a practice in Kundalini. We do a 40 day practices. So we we do the same practice every day for 40 days uh, to achieve a, a, a clearing or to attract something to us. And I did the we call it the positive mind practice which is the practice for expansion and it opens you up to not just opportunities and expansion but it it really creates this self-belief in you so you start to feel like you know whatever I do I can handle it and I believe in myself so I did this 40-day practice I was obviously working through the coaching stuff that I'd come back with all the exercises I was practicing 
And I remember just thinking, well, what's the worst that could happen? Whereas before, all I could think about were all the worst things that could happen. There was like a shift in yeah, the um, yeah. the emphasis. It was like, yeah, what's the worst that could happen? Well, if I don't like it, I can always go and get yeah. another job. I, I know I can work yeah. hard. Do you know what? But, you know, I love that you've that I love that you've just said that because I say to people all the time the only thing that ever made me go I'm doing this was the moment I went what's the worst that can happen my mum was like you can move in with me if you like and I was like that's not great but it's not bad I'll always go and get another job it was exactly. the same thing for me so interesting it's interesting both of us shifted our attention to knowing that we could handle whatever perhaps we were frightened of whereas yeah. before that was almost insurmountable in yeah. our minds right so amazing so amazing honestly it's just so incredible like how aligned our journeys are um and then yeah I guess I was just going to ask you how does someone practice kundalini with you because obviously you have high times yoga so what mm -hmm. plans do you have for that and how can someone you do online zoom classes right Absolutely. We're just about to, yeah, they can go to the High Times Yoga website um, and we're just about to launch our online studio so that people can practice both live classes with me, but also get classes on demand Amazing. and practice whenever they like. I'm also planning uh, several retreats. So as soon as we open up, we can just go off into these magical spaces and have that, you know, week of deep diving oh. and deep connection. I will be joining. Oh, I absolutely will be joining. I can't wait. And um, finally, I am going to launch my Limitless Living program. So those people that can't um, come on retreat, because I know that that's not always mm. available to everyone, they will be, yeah. be able to access um, an eight-week online program to release those unconscious negative programs that we often hold within us that steal away our power and, yeah. and prevent us really from creating the life that we, we truly want so yeah, yeah. I love that. that sounds absolutely amazing and I guess if just to finish this off if there were like two things that you could say to someone listening today um about anything that they can harness to access their higher consciousness or any advice that you have what would you like to leave the audience with today First of all, I would say trust that you always have access to that part of yourself. You mm. are being held. You are being supported. And if you just take some time to, you know, whether it's walking in nature, sitting down, but just honoring that part of yourself, accepting that you have it, asking for a greater connection with it, it will start to find ways to come to you much more quickly than if you just ignore it. If you want a relationship with that higher self, put a little bit of love and nurturing and time into uh, finding a way for it to talk to you and communicate and to meet with you. Uh, mm -hmm. So yeah, you'll have to take a moment out of your life. Alternatively, yeah. book into a Kundalini class. Yes, <laughs> that's the I'm going to be joining your Kundalini classes again. I think I really need that back in my life. I do think when I was doing that, the shifts that were happening, oh my God, it was just ridiculous. So thank you so much, Jane. It's absolutely beautiful. And it's been amazing, amazing to have you here today. Thank you, Becky, for having me. It's been amazing to chat about all things conscious, higher conscious, expansion, and of course, get lit. So thank you. Have an amazing, amazing day. Day. 
You have been listening to the Get Lit with Becky Rabin podcast, the place to be to build a life that you love and a mindset that will take you places. Thank you so much for tuning in today. If you liked this episode, please don't forget to like, share and review us so that we can keep spreading this light and help more women light up together. Every time you share on your socials or with a friend, you help another person find us and help us spread that light further. If you are a regular around here, don't forget to click subscribe or follow. Add us to your libraries so that you can be notified of all of our latest episodes. And don't forget to also check out all that we have to offer at www.getlitinc.co.uk. That is www.getlitinc.co.uk to help you drop self-doubt and truly step into your greatness. From our group coaching programs, workshops, courses, memberships, and our very own Get Lit Community Coaches, as well as tons of free resources aimed to help you excel in your personal lives, entrepreneurial journeys, and in your careers, we have absolutely everything for you. And if you are looking for a coach that is right for you, then don't forget to head to our expert directory, that is getlitinc.co.uk forward slash expert hyphen directory and you can see our incredible directory of approved coaches ready and raring to support you on your growth journey you know what time it is it is time to step into your power raise your vibration and get lit hi i'm daniel founder of pretty litter cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quinn's. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.